I'm not gonna worry about your level of concern. We talking about Twitter. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. We mock ourselves. From the bowels of Universal City Walk, 3,000 miles away from St. Vincent in Pennsylvania. We are the upside down. If there's an upside down <laughs> to St. Vincent's, that is we. Mm-hmm. And we is what Jin's talking about. The conversation about the Steelers social media conversation. I am Kyle Crace. Here with me is Greg Benevent. Hello. And it's been, it's uh, you know, it's it, it, we're forty, we're about forty-eight hours away. Are we? Well, I guess we're li- maybe a little bit more. Maybe it's like fifty-two hours yeah, away, it, depending it, on what time you're listening to this pod. Yeah, exactly. We can't say exactly when you're listening to it, person. That would be weird. So it could be thirty-eight hours till game day. Could be minutes. Who could knows? be minutes. If you're waiting till Saturday to listen to this. <laughs> I guess you're not a real Wetchians talk about fan. Uh, but there is so much, you know, there is so much content on Behind the Steel Curtain mm-hmm. Podcast Network. I could see what it takes you a minute to get caught up. Sure. But you're not listening to this the minute it drops, wow. like, like I am, because, um, okay. <laughs> so it's uh, the game time is around the corner. You would think, uh, you think hopes would be high. It's high hopes. <laughs> No. But no, this is Never. Steelers social media where three out of four tweets are negative. The fourth most negative fan base. And beyond that, uh, there's never been more mystery about the QB1 position than ever before in the offseason. Cue the music. QB22, where are you? We've got some work to do now. QB22. Who are you? We need some help from you now. You know we've got a mystery to solve. Which QB do we want gold and black? But don't get sad. If QBs do what they should do, then they can earn themselves a yellow jacket. In memory of Scoob, which has been canceled from the HBO Max platform. Oh, jeez. That was one of the uh, that was I, one of the that movies was one canceled. Of the casualties. I did not realize that. Oh, I think it was. Geez. I think it was like the Scoob Christmas mystery. I don't know what it was, but <laughs> wow. I lost track on the on my on my Scooby Doo uh, timeline. You know. Way before Scrappy Doo, I was I, I, I lost track by the time like we involved Sarah Michelle Geller. Like that's when I got confused. Okay, yeah, that no, that that's that's worth a watch. Uh, that was worth a watch. Oh, okay, okay. Enough uh, talk, oh. talking about red herrings. <laughs> the red herring in Steeler Nation is the QB one battle. Let's get to the tweets. Let's start with at Steeler Nation, Steeler Nation, because it's been a bad it's been a bad two weeks at camp, I guess, for the QBs <laughs> at Steeler Nation. Should the Steelers consider Jimmy Garoppolo if no quarterback emerges soon? 
not even the first preseason game, but we're giving up on all, not even two or one, all three, all four. We don't even talk about Chris Oladokun. No, no, no. I mean, it's the, I mean, this is obviously the lowest hanging fruit, but this does have to be said. Somehow this person managed to spell Garoppolo, but not emerges. <laughs> That's amazing in and of itself. I mean, this is, this to me, this is the apex negative tweet. Like this is the, I mean, it is before the first preseason game and you're going by the reports of people who are telling you what they can from training camp and you've already determined that everything is lost and you should sell more draft capital for a guy that may be healthy. You know, uh, it's not just if, if this is peak, then uh, it might not be a peak. We might have a plateau because there's okay. a whole genre oh of, my uh, God. Of, this, of this tweet out there. Here's uh, here's at P and Steelers. No, P and S Steelers. Plain mm. and simple Steelers. Mm. Based, after, based on how these QBs are performing in camp so far, it's a yes for me on Garoppolo. Mm. Yins aren't looking at the actual football aspect. These QBs all suck in camp so far, especially Mitch. And Yins need to open your minds more instead of being a follower. Uh, I, you know, I, I haven't watched enough film, I guess, to, to judge that all these guys have sucked. I, uh, me neither. Although I would like to point out is that as a sports fan, uh, yes, you are a follower. That is literally what you are. There is no, you don't have to open your mind whatsoever. That's part of being a sports fan. It, um, but I, 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 the idea of getting Garoppolo was ridiculous in February. I mean, it's genuinely funny now. It, um, I mean, does that mean that all these quarterbacks are going to be great? Does it mean anything we're in the Hall of Fame? No, but uh, wow, this is, I mean, this is, I, I, I was thinking about it when you mentioned the thing earlier about the fourth most negative fan base. Like, we should get a shirt for that or like a little band. <laughs> or something and like I, I certainly think that now because this is because like we may be in a training camp but these people are in regular season negative mode <laughs> yes they're in uh, October right um, they're unleashing hell in exactly. August they yeah. are ready to go like um, you know, uh, in the first week of camp, the, the story was, yeah, well, they're going against, you know, the greatest defenders of all time. Absolutely. The Steel Curtain Reborn. Yeah. Yes. But, but, the, the, but that narrative just a week and over a week has <laughs> turned to, you know, absolute chaos. And, uh, you know, I think uh, I think the, the mad genius uh, Mark Madden said uh, that, you know, we're dazed and confused. Oh, and so, you know, I, you know, I don't know if he's referenced the movie or the or the band. But. OK, I, I, I it, it does seem like panic has set in. Uh, before the leaves turned, which which is a new one, and we haven't even seen one throw from Kenny. But here's at ball blast M Michelle Magduzic. First round QB Kenny Pickett struggling massively in training camp against backups, while fifth round QB Sam Howell continues to impress in Washington. Makes me sad. The first case of of uh, shoulda coulda ism from the draft. It's not. We're not even at the first preseason game, and we've shoulda coulda Sam Howell. See, that just shows how much work these negative people put in. I mean, you and I, we follow Twitter, we follow social media, and we do this. This is somebody that not only does extensive tape on Kenny Pickett, but extensive tape on Sam Howell and the backups <laughs> or the Washington Commanders, and then compares it and then comes out with Twitter. That That's just the great work that you expect from these folks. Well, and Michelle is works for NFL Network, but is a Niners fan. So, oh. and, and beyond her her duties as a Niners fan, is is uh, invested heavily in the Sam Howell, Kenny Pickett uh, 
timelines. See, I guess. now I'm sad because I thought this was just some fan and not somebody that works in a professional capacity. I wish you hadn't told me that. Well, well, what's the difference? What's okay, the- I, get, I mean, no, I, I, clearly nothing. I mean, it's... it's. Well, talk about someone who's, uh, you know, let's go to our own insider. We don't need the mm-hmm. national insiders. Let's go to our own Mark Cabali. He's been he's been uh, watching every snap. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that Mitch Trubisky getting a little more attitude in his game. When I say, I mean, he's not afraid to tell a receiver that they screwed up. This was uh, Prince Charming uh, two months ago, and now is he showing frustration a little attitude is this uh is he gone dx era what well there is part of me that imagines that like trubisky starts every complaint with look now no one loves football more than me but you ran the wrong route over there so you need to go with that like that's his preface for every comment um i i i do think that this you know the uh ben roethlisberger memorial uh explaining to receivers how they ran the wrong route that seems to be something you just do as the starting quarterback for the pittsburgh steelers i was gonna say to you uh, uh you know before the show got i mean i i thought of messaging you a couple times during this week is that kerbali is very negative on the quarterbacks he believes he said something he tweeted something to the effect the other day about like you're gonna miss Roethlisberger no he didn't tweet it I think it was in one of his athletic um you know mailbags or something or other I think it was his prayer to Jesus I think (laughs) (laughs) but yeah but kaboom is as down on the quarterbacks as um any uh 49ers fan who works for the NFL network I guess as uh he's as down on them as uh as PNS Steelers plain and simple Steelers (laughs) yes where you need to not be a follower sports follower <laughs> um well you know it's you know it's not just mitch uh, let's uh at smitty Werbin one smitty in the streets kenny pickett had a few td so it wasn't all so bad but he had two interceptions bobbled snaps lined up wrong on one play uh you know yeah like i said you know the, the madden says he's dazed and confused uh even you know smitty in the stands can tell that he's lined up under uh dotson i guess well, <laughs> <laughs> smitty has the entire playbook in front of him which is why he's able to put this together it, it did hit me just as you read this last tweet is it's very easy to see the opposite of this uh, uh how this would have played out if everything had worked fine in training camp you would have heard a lot of it's a mirage they're not going to look like this when they actually have to play somebody. And it, and again, look, I know nothing about this aspect of football. I have nothing at training camp works. But it does feel to me that at some point uh, you do have to go through any process of education and practice. That at Dang, some point okay. you do have to yeah. learn something that, sure, there does have to be a place for mistakes. I mean, I only know that from uh, every other human endeavor. <laughs> I do think that there is a there might be a bit of truth to, you know, I, I, it's hard to say, but we haven't seen them yet. But Right. <laughs> it's just the point of yeah. this whole thing. But if we see, you know, don't be surprised if what we see is what we get as far as the offense. You oh, know? certainly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, because that's what happened last year. Yeah. Is that everything that came out of training camp is to be like, well, they'll be fine if this offensive line is any good. <laughs> and then that 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 was, you know, carved into a tombstone somewhere. It um but yeah. So it's you know, it, it's it's gonna take more than just love of the game, right, Mitch? Nobody loves football as much as I do. So. Nobody, <laughs> nobody. Um okay, let's move on because okay, now there's a new a new camp conspiracy has okay. emerged. Uh at Renegade Adam. Adam Steele, Rudolph having the best QB camp by the number so far, but people aren't ready to hear that. the The new conspiracy theory is that, you know, we the the coach said we were going to have a QB battle, mm-hmm. but not really, not really. It's really Mitch's job, and you know, 
and proof is that Mace is out there statistically in a in a in a camp setting, statistic camp, which is uh, I don't know. I guess it's like better than a Gallica score, <laughs> uh, right? This camp <laughs> camp stats. It, um, yeah. So you know, Mason is putting the best stats out in camp, but mm-hmm. you know, stats count less than preseason stats, right? These are because these are stats that literally no one keeps except for the people you may follow on Twitter that you also can't trust. It um. I mean, it's possible that Rudolph is having the best stats, but I, I do notice that the people that say, um, you know, that, 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 that like Mitch is struggling and, and Mason's doing very well and Pickett's playing against like the third stringers never mention what stringers Mason is playing against. That part of it doesn't come up as much. I mean, I do see that they're tracking snaps more than ever. But um, but yeah, I, I I don't know if it's necessarily a conspiracy to have Mitch be the starter when like everyone you talked to, you could hear from was like, hey, Mitch is probably going to start because he started before. Yeah. And if you saw the Brian McFadden interview with Coach where mm-hmm. somehow took place in some billiard hall uh, <laughs> on campus. I don't know. Everyone else is on the field, but there's, you know, Brian McFadden. Uh, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're shooting pool mm-hmm. and uh you know he pretty much said like he's mitch has the resume he's the pro bowler you know mm-hmm. so that is that now after the first preseason game would that be enough tape to say hey mace was the better guy in week one let's get him some more snaps with uh string one well a couple things is that one um you know can you imagine how these people would melt down if they had anointed mason the starter <laughs> bringing in mitch and kenny like that that oh man this you think this is negative like that that's a level that's hard to see from uh, uh, our planet and the other part is what i sort of thought about and it kind of hit me is i don't know if this training camp was necessarily about you know who's going to be the starter i think it's it might be about determining just how long mitch's leash is Oh, okay. That's something okay. that kind of occurred to me. It's the first time I've ever had like a take that I thought, like, man, that might be an actual good take. Yeah, all right. That uh, you know that 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 might sound that sounds right. We can't verify. Oh, that come that's on, true. that was actually <laughs> smart. I'm getting talker, and I thought of something smart. No, that I was... thought that sounds right. Okay. <laughs> um, anything else to say about? Well, you know, let's just uh, let's just move straight to because okay. Tomlin himself is telling us that. Don't be surprised if we don't see uh, the next Mahomes out there on the field. Uh, here's, you know, this was Tomlin talking to Kurt Warner. Everyone's trying to get their pivot interview now. You know, it's... Bryant McFadden, maybe, uh, the billiards table. Kurt Warner went to camp and he was, you know, he was trying to he was trying to get his version of the pivot. But <laughs> Tomlin did. Uh, here, here, well, I'll, I'll let the man speak for himself. You know, I, I'm one that believes you have to work to play to your strengths and work to minimize your weakness. And that what? has always been a strength of ours. What? Now, it may or may not be a strength now. What? And so that's not a place we can hang our hat. What? And so, man, you just got to whatever your makeup is, you got to work to minimize your strengths, minimize your weaknesses and play to your strengths. And so what? guys have acknowledged that that may or may that's in question. OK, wait, what now? OK, what does that mean at the end there? Guys have acknowledged that. That might not be. This might not be in quite meaning. Quarterback play may not yeah. be. Who who exactly has? Who are these guys who have acknowledged? Ta- is it Tomlin? Tomlin? Uh, I, I assume it's Tomlin and the other coaches and or the front office of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you know, uh, I, I mean, I, I doubt the players have acknowledged right? this strength, right. but uh, but guys, but but actually, it very well could be players if you look at it in the context of like not like us as the players saying our quarterbacks suck. But rather, as us as the players saying, "Hey, our quarterbacks have to play hard and find."
fight hard and maybe one emerges and becomes uh uh, uh you know pro bowl starter caliber but um i i, I can't but it, it is a weird use of guys as if like a bunch of guys are sitting around saying oh the quarterbacks are bad and tom was like good point yeah so i mean if you ask mace and mitch i'm sure they're gonna say well we can put up better numbers than ben did last year right right so uh i mean I'm thinking that that has to be expectations of fans has to at least be 2021 as a baseline, right? We can't be. I think that's. I think that's fine. We can't be worse than that. We have to show improvement on that. I'm not saying that it's going to be 300 yard passing games every week from these guys. No, and I like that, and I think that that's more fair and more aspirational than setting 2019 as a baseline. (laughs) I like that. I like. So I like what you're saying. I think that. I think that's a good idea. But I do like also. But I mean, but this serves two purposes for Tomlin one it lowers the expectations on the quarterbacks but two it also has to motivate them I yeah. mean coach is saying hey this isn't a strength well I'm going to go out there and do this and and again not that you should have to be motivated then you're in a quarterback or a roster <laughs> to be a quarterback in NFL. but you know it can't hurt yeah uh, um and, and again we're 20 now let's check the clock we're 23 hours away okay. now from, wow. that from was finding a long out. first half it was a yeah. long, well you know the, the national media and even even some of our own mad geniuses in town here uh aren't so up on the quarterbacks here here's a little uh let's let's here's a little let's put together a little bit of a medley i guess of the of the okay. national feelings on this qb race uh, uh it's not it's not optimistic <laughs> I told you it wasn't really. Is there a quarterback battle? It could be a struggle for this year for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Pickett isn't ready. Pickett looks dazed and confused. Is there a clear-cut leader at this point? Well, that's still to be determined. Dazed and confused. All right, all right, all right. And Kenny Pickett, he took a long time for that play to develop. Dazed and confused. Dazed and confused. I don't think Kenny Pickett's a woe guy. I think it's a no, not ready guy. Dazed and confused. 50 of you are leaving on a mission. 25 of you ain't coming back. I think he's going to stink. Mitchell Trubisky and Kenny Pickett as the worst quarterback in that division. Nothing suggests Kenny Pickett is even remotely ready. It could be a struggle for this year for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This team has offensive problems, and I think a lot of it stems from a defensive-leaning head coach. It may or may not be a strip now. It makes you a little bit uncomfortable. This is Mitchell Trubisky's job to lose. Is Trubisky good? You following the accounts? Mitch Trubisky is trending on Twitter for how badly he's playing in training camp. Jimmy Garoppolo is a better quarterback than Mitch Trubisky. I like Trubisky as a bridge quarterback. I think he's going to stink. It's been uninspiring, to say the least. I think he's going to stink. I think you're going to see it early. The elephant in the room, uh, Trubisky. The problem with Mitchell has been throwing the ball down the field. You want to have hope. You want to believe that a situation is going to work out. So, oh, Mitch Trubisky. Oh, yeah, he could re- he could resurrect his career totally. All right, all right, all right. And, and then they got Kenny Pickett. He could be super comfortable because he played at Pitt. He's in the same building. All right, all right, all right. And Mason Rudolph, you just never know. 
So you always go into this, and then it always gets to the point where they get on the field, and you're like, oh, right, Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, and Kenny Pickett. <laughs> That's right. That's the problem. I, I don't know how much more patient Steeler fans are going to be with just having winning seasons. Heck, maybe bring back Ben. Hit play. He can keep my tombstone or whatever. I'll take the W. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's what they've been talking about nationally, uh, and 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 even some locally there. I don't know. I, I almost thought that should have some kind of content warning when you had that big like Madden medley there at the end of four different versions of that song. I mean, that was like, uh, you know, it. I hope you, gentle listener, are safe if you were listening to this in the vehicle or perhaps out for a run. I think Madden medley is the is the band that plays in hell. I think. <laughs> Uh, let's give the final word on all this QB talk to at WPXI final word, the final word, five words. Give us five words on the Steelers QB competition. Here's at Shara 9902-9962. all unworthy as starting QB at BKV. Talk about something else, please. At Kevin tripod. Not looking great so far. At SCH four four seven Octi, scraping bottom of the barrel. At Zippy five eight seven, a long year is ahead. How about my five word description? Is we haven't even played yet. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, I give it to you number one, and then BKV comes in uh, second, not too far behind. With talk about something else, please. And uh, that was nice, like a genuine Russian bot got in on this with the all <laughs> yeah. unworthy of being starting QB. It um, but yeah, this is uh, you know, I mean, a, a simple rule of thumb I learned a long time ago: if you're watching a TV show and they put tweets up on the screen, watch something else. <laughs> Um, should we? Should, is it time to move to halftime? No, let's. Uh, okay. Let's, you know, let's talk about. Let's talk about more. Let's talk about some good news at camp, not this okay. uh, QB battle, because okay. we've got the emergence of. Uh, you know, we were sewing gold jackets for Kenny Pickett. Maybe we should have made those sleeves a little longer. Oh, okay. Because there is a camp phenom, and his name is George at Mike. Asty 11, Mike J. Asty. We have reached the point now that it will now be surprising if George Pickens is not the most impactful Steelers rookie. Hmm. I think that's a pretty fair point. I, I think that I think that's not unreasonable at all. Very dumb. Um, all right, well let's uh, let's let's ratchet it up just a little here. Okay. At Barstool Sports, Barstool Sports, hmm. pretty safe to say Steelers wideout George Pickens is the NFL's training camp MVP by a landslide. Oh, I haven't been keeping track of all 32 camps, but no. Uh, I mean, if if uh, Barstool says so, I you know if uh, he's certainly the most talked about 
MVP, I would say, of Steelers camp. Yeah, certainly. It, uh, yeah, maybe maybe he narrowly edged out Sam Howell against the commander's third <laughs> string. Although I did see some hot video highlights of Jordan Davis. Oh, pushing, okay. Pushing back a, an offensive lineman like he was on ice. Oh, so. I, 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 there's got to be pictures, a video of like Jordan Davis pushing back like a car or like yes. except a bus. I mean, I, you know, I do believe, I still believe they would have taken him over Pickett if he'd been there. I'm, st- I'm going to stick to that conspiracy theory okay. for the rest of my life. Hot. Yeah. Hot. Um, um, let's uh, let's ratchet up the the pick and type even further. Okay. At Yinsberg Sports, Yinsberg Adam. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to say if healthy, George Pickens isn't a borderline Pro Bowler this season. At minimum, I'm going to be somewhat disappointed. So he's not calling him a rookie Pro Bowler, but borderline Pro Bowl. A borderline Pro Bowler. I I don't know what that is. I assume it's like top fifth. Seen receivers in the conference. I mean, it. You know, it's again. This is. I, 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 I'd love to make fun of this person, but it's just so refreshing to have somebody have like the appropriate, like an insane amount of optimism before the first preseason game. This is how you should feel before the first preseason game. I'm not saying it's right, but just like, oh, good things could happen. So where? I mean, so I guess there's starter, mm-hmm. then there's borderline Pro Bowler. Well, there's then a Pro Bowl reserve. I then mean, there's like, Pro Bowl snub. Then a Pro right. Bowl reserve. Then a Pro Bowler. Is that is that would that sound like the hierarchy? I I think the 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 borderline Pro Bowler is the Pro Bowler snub, like with an asterisk. That okay. asterisk being you probably got in the Pro Bowl. So George Pickens has to be in the conversation for the Pro Bowl, or else this is going to be a disappointment for Yinsberg Yins, Sports. Yes, I I, I I would agree with that, and I, I would put my own little asterisk next to it, being like, you know, even if he only has like an okay season, he'll probably be up in some of that Pro Bowl conversation because of the way Steelers fans vote for those things. Okay, okay. Which is fine, which is great, and I, 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 I fully support that. So yeah, so I think, you know, I do think, I, I've seen the catches, I've seen the video, I'm excited for it, it looks great, I'm, you know, Oh, All right, I'm sir. trying to temper my expectations, but uh, but uh, but you think he's got uh, the gabagool. You think yeah. he's got the gabagool? As much as I can tell from like somebody's handheld camera phone from 80 yards away on a, a bleacher. Well, let's turn the let's turn the George hype even higher. Oh, at. C. Adamansky Trib, Chris Adamansky. I don't want to say the George Pickens hype train has left the station and might be running off the proverbial rails, but I just heard a former player say he reminds me of Randy Moss today. <laughs> so Pickens, uh, let's forget about borderline Pro Bowl, all-time greats. Is it uh, Rice, Moss, Pickens? <laughs> I think for football fans of a certain age at any practice or any preseason, there's, when somebody looks really good, somebody turns the guy next to him and says, well, that guy reminds me of Randy Moss. I think that happens all across America. It, um, well, let, who could it have been? The, the, the former players that have been there this week have been like Ike Taylor, Bryant McFadden. Uh, I mean, those are the people who played against him, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, no. But it, I mean, it, it, Jeff Hardings was there last week. I mean, it, it could be a whole bunch. It, it could be a whole bunch of folks. I mean, it's, you know, the ball. Body. They got a similar body from what I understand, right? I mean, a guy jumps real high. It's Again, I'm not quite ready to name someone an all-time great uh, 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 after they beat Donovan Steiner, which is <laughs> a, a name that I only know from having seen. Like, it's the also pictured when Pickens jumps over somebody. But <laughs> when, when yeah, when Donovan is talking about his career highlights, he'll be like, yeah, I played with George. <laughs> with George Pickens, yes, someday. At, um, well, George is out there just like, finish him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, and it's not just Steiner out there. Let's uh, let's at Ben Tanuda. 
Ben Tenuta, George Pickens stare down, stares down the DB core after making four consecutive catches in one-on-one drills. Uh, the quote from the fan was, Pickens looked over Minka Fitzpatrick, Terrell Edmonds, and a few others, put his finger in his mouth in a hush motion, and said, don't say ish. So, I mean, uh, you know, uh, uh, that sounds like... It sounds like a B dish to me in, in one way. It, it does a little bit. It um, but it it it, it like I don't know. I, I how can I work work through it? I'm thinking here. Like I don't know if it's necessarily, you know, a B. It always felt like it was coming from a place of defensiveness. Whereas this is just like, look, I did it. That's happened. It it, it <laughs> you know, I, I I like to think that this guy just seems. A, I, I hope they calm down at some point. I mean, this kind of thing is fine, but it also feels like method acting, like. <laughs> we're in, you know what i mean like we're in it's training camp you've made the team young man it's 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 okay like you're, you're the mvp of uh, nfl training right camp. exactly you're the yes. skipper of uh... It's, uh you know and it's and, and look i don't know what anyone's like but i i do kind of get the feeling that like man if you can't handle the trash talking of minka fitzpatrick perhaps you can be thrown off your game by somebody that is a little more uh, uh verbally aggressive well maybe we should bring this up now uh at 100 Sanford, 100 Sanford podcast, Tim Worley in the oh. house with national champion George Pickens from God's Country to Steel City. So Tim Worley was uh, oh. at camp this week. Merrill Hodge invited him to town. Oh. And I saw him with some one-on-one time with uh, George Pickens. It made me think, oh, is this a teaching moment? Right, you exactly. Know? Like, hey, I'm I'm an actual, uh, 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 you know, don't become this story and yeah. I'll help you. I mean, it, it, yeah, no, that that could very well be a uh, cautionary tale. Just was, it just felt interesting timing on all that. Uh, it was good to see Wor- uh, Worley looking good, though. That really was great to see. All these players are looking good. I, we'll get into that in in the second half. In okay. fact, let's uh let's 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 get to the second half now. We've got oh, okay. to uh, we've got a lot to talk about cuz we still we got to talk about defense still okay. at camp, even some special teams news. Oh. And uh the depth chart, man, the depth oh, the first man. depth chart. A lot of people got fooled by this even even at behind the steel curtain, oh, we, you know, we, yeah, we we I think we got a little too excited. It's hey, it's it's August. We're ready to we're ready for football, you know. As uh, as Hank said, uh are you ready for some football. Oh, I, I suppose. All right. Uh, hang on for the second <laughs> half. We support our sponsors. We will yes. be right back. Raise your brain. You got it. Raise your brain. You want it. You got confidence. Secure. Feeling confident? Raise your brand. Got $150 million? Raise your brand. Need AI solutions to carbon-based insurance problems? Raise your brand and reach for AcraShore. Confidence, confidence, tried and secure. Raise your brand, raise your brand, AcraShore. Raise your brand, raise your brand, AcraShore. Welcome back to what Jin's talking about on the Behind the Steel Curtain podcast network uh, brought to you by our partners at AcraShore, who this week want to remind you to uh, let let the uh, Madden computer simulate your uh, Madden season this year. That's right. It's AcraShore AI solutions for human based. I mean, carbon based problems. All right. We promised some defensive talk mm. because you know everyone's talking about offense and the D and the QBs. What about defense? Well, here's at Carter critiques Christopher Carter. 
Larry Ogunjobi runs with the ones in 11 on 11, makes a tackle for loss on a run. Could hear, there you go, Larry, from players, and half the defense came up to dap him. So after, you know, after the first week where he wasn't in the team drills and then he came on strong in the second week and instantly made an impact. It looks like this guy is going to be uh, legit on the on the line there. I, I would hope so. I mean, cynically, the first thing I thought when hearing that treat was like, yes, half the defense knows what it's like to converge around one guy and not <laughs> tackle him like happened last season. No, this sounds great. I mean, it's this is exactly what they'd hope for. I mean, uh, 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 you know, it seems as good a replacement as you could get for Tuit on literally short notice. So, yeah, that, that hope, hopefully this works out. And that, that injury, like I said, Liz Frank always sounds like, you know, the, the newest and sexiest perfume, but that's a rough injury, and I hope that guy's okay. Lilith Fair, Liz Frank at Lilith Fair was uh, was a, I think that was a big oh okay yeah there was big CD <laughs> seller that, that in uh, Lilith Fair ninety eight. They opened for Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, I think they were on the second stage. Um, well, you know, and quietly making noise is from at Z Flash NFL Zach Celadonia. Sounds like DeMarvin Leal and Larry Ogunjobi might be upgrades on the D line. So, uh, you know, we went from the worst rushing defense in franchise history uh got to be able to do that and it sounds like you know the pieces are there at least to improve on that on that lowest rank right yes no i i, I mean two things that jumped out to me about this is that one you know uh demar uh, demarvin leal where they'd always talk about like where is this guy gonna go i don't know like yes some like like his body's like liquid and you don't know where to put him but i mean this is my favorite tweet you've mentioned so far because it has the word might in capital letters <laughs> which is what all of this should be yeah, right. Like someone hedging their bets on Twitter. Right. What, uh... Well, I mean, or even just before the first preseason game. Uh, the other, the other guy um, creating lots of uh, radar. What's what happens when you create a blip on the radar? Well, this guy's creating big blips. Okay, In big fact, blips. Maybe that's his new nickname, Big Blip. Mm -hmm. This is from at by Josh Carney. Josh Carney. Don't mm -hmm. think the growth of Big Blip Robert Spillane <laughs> and the development of Devin Bush is being talked about enough so far in camp. Spillane having a heck of a camp, Bush really good Tuesday, and quietly having a strong camp, uh, inside linebacker much deeper now than anticipated. Uh, you know, I haven't heard so much about Bush, but it does seem like everyone is loving Spillane. Is he rising to what Merrill Hodge uh, pr prophesized? Well, I mean, he very well could. I mean, I, I, I again, speaking of conspiracies, I'm always convinced that, that Hodge went out there on, on, on you know, uh, at the saying of others. to get, He believed that, and then he came out stronger against Bush from others telling him to say that, too. Uh, <laughs> I, I like, I mean, yeah, I, these are both good developments. I hope Bush is coming along. I mean, I was listening to Steelers Nation Radio, I think, riding around somewhere, and they didn't seem quite as big on that with Bush. But since you never know what day you're listening to that, yeah. that could have been something from three or four days ago. Who knows? So it um, same with same with Twitter. Sometimes yeah. you know you read these tweets and they're like 18 hours old, and you don't realize that uh, you know that somebody might have had a good practice since. I mean, who knows? At um, uh, so you know Spillane, I guess you know now I guess that's a good problem to have at inside linebacker, especially since that's been a big part of the reason the run defense has been right comes. but 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 nothing could help this team more i think than bush being very good i mean yeah. bush being what he was what they were hoping him to be would be like uh you know light comes on you know oh, angels kind of thing like if, yeah if he pulls a bud dupree uh, in yes. this year then everything or they, even a last year of jason worlds like that yeah. that was, i mean these are outside linebackers but still that level of jump Let's talk about special teams because this is where a lot of these rast rastle battles, these where do these <laughs> roster battles are going to get settled? 
Well, let's go to at Mark Cabali. Mark Cabali. Ulysses Gilbert having the best camp of his career. Also impressed by Delonte Scott, Carlos Davis, Anthony McFarlane, Mark Robinson, mm. Doug Costin, and Donovan Jeter. Um, you know, UG3, best camp of his career. And, you know, he's been one of Danny Smith's stalwarts. Yes. So uh, that makes that inside linebacker room, makes those decisions harder because uh, UG3... You know, it's going to be, well, you know, but I guess we should update it because because <laughs> then later in the week at Faribault FB, Nick Faribault, UG3 with his foot in a boot and he was having a good camp. This is a bummer. So, yeah. the, you know, I hate to think that, hate to think that this kind of injury could really change things up. But if a boot is serious, if that, if it's broken or a serious sprain, then you're going to have to move on, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I also, I mean, obviously we're coming out of, you know, a part of the pandemic that's that's like it was before. So I don't know if you can necessarily stash these guys in the way you could at the height of uh, all of that. But um, but I mean, it would be a shame. Also, I mean, I, I, I can't speculate on what a guy's doing on the field. I'm not sure I can necessarily speculate on what he's going on in the boot. But, um, <laughs> but you like to think he can come back uh, as soon as possible there. But it's a shame because, I mean, that was one thing you always I remember when they drafted a guy, which you always hear about speed. He can just fly all around the field. And that is something that absolutely translated to teams. So. You know, with him, not we're not going to see him on Saturday. That's mm. going to mean more time. You know, keep an eye out for Buddy Johnson, probably, and maybe even Mark Robinson. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be intrigued to see Robinson just because you you've been hearing so much uh, over the last couple of weeks. And, you know, another injury on teams is Marcus Allen is mm. probably not playing on Saturday. Uh, even though he is technically in that linebacker room, I think his special team snaps then go to Trey Norwood, I think. Okay, the, the well, I mean, it's, I, I, and I also have less doubts of Allen not making the team. I mean, it's obviously he could be pushed off. It's, you know, you're never totally comfortable, draft position like that, but him making about as much money as Edmonds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it stands to reason he'd probably be around more, but who knows? I mean, hopefully he can hang on. Watch watch teams on Saturday because yes, uh, it, uh, that's going to be important. If whatever they show, if they even show it, they're probably right. the thing is with these with these preseason games, they're they're just as likely to be interviewing Tomlin on the sidelines right. instead of watching the kickoff. Oh, they're like, oh, it's a kickoff, whatever, and we're like, I want to see if Mark Robinson is out there. Well, the best part of the preseason, and hopefully we get it, is when you have Pompiani or Charlie Batch read to you the premise of a new drama on <laughs> CBS. That oh, is, I can't wait. That's to easily the best part when they're coming in like it's making Pompeiani explain to and they're lawyers who love each other like it ah oh, it's well you know a in the, tradition in, unlike any other and I'm sure we'll get plenty of promo for the number one new comedy ghosts which... <laughs> no but you got ghosts last year usually oh. they just type the new pilot oh the but new okay. one okay right, uh, yeah anyway anyway let's let's uh, let's do some odds and ends on camp okay this is straight from at Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers, guys being dudes, and it's video of Cam, TJ, and Tyson throwing water balloons at the team as they come off buses from the uh, the rained out Friday Night Lights, I guess. I, I, I'm glad water balloons are still going. Like, that seems like one of those things. I don't know if technology would have made a better one since we were kids or what, but I'm glad the water balloon is still prominent. Yeah, we, there isn't like a super soaker grenade launcher or something. Right, or it's not like or it's just like the, the mini catapult that we have like smaller ones that, you know, break on impact or something or they give you double water. I don't know. Like, it seems like technology has stagnated since the 80s. And with all this, this the guys having so much fun, 
I was it was actually refreshing to see someone out there complaining because we didn't see the there was no complaints about pickleball. There was no complaints about Minka's bike accident. Mm-hmm. But you know, thank goodness for at Steiger World, John oh. Steigerwald, toxic masculinity could could put someone's eye out. You know, that old, you'll shoot your eye out. And right. The, well, I mean, but he's also a troll. I mean, he doesn't mean a word of this. But Well, I actually know. Googled, and I there mean, is actually a report out of Kuwait where 92 cases of eye injuries from a giant water balloon battle. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, remember, there's a reason that every time, like, a team wins a championship now, they wear those big goggles like they're about to go ghost hunting. <laughs> like that that's that's what that's like, really about like they're taking the physical challenge on double yeah, yes exactly like you're, they're going to find the secret of the hidden temple that's what's going to happen mm-hmm. um uh, uh how about here's when, when cam's not throwing water balloons at cam hayward my bin show for camp has been entourage drama and turtle or true day ones Ooh, this is where I'm kind of like mm, might have to trade Cam. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's. I I'd, I'd ask to go to another room. If I he mean, if it's one thing if he never saw Entourage, right? If this is his second watching, mm, come on. Yeah, that that's pretty bleak. It um, I don't know that that literally anything. I mean, I guess, but but there'd be no like good answer here if Cam's like, yeah, I'm really into this true crime podcast, and me and the boys <laughs> sit around like it. I don't know what the good answer here is. I mean, Entourage is is dumb, but marginally hard mostly harmless but uh yeah i don't know that uh, i don't know about this one guys entourage to me is the ultimate uh you know live swim in your comfort show you know never never any face any hardships it was always happy endings it was literally pitched as the male equivalent of sex in the city i mean that was the idea particularly the early years of sex in the city before you know they they started to get in my motherboard myself and getting into relationships but um but yeah so it's that was how they sold it. I mean, and it's 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 a fairy tale for dudes. Well, Cam, uh, there's I don't know. I I recommend uh, Squid Game or something. Have you not well, watched I mean, Squid that, Game but yet? But that might be a bit of a downer for like I'm going to go out tomorrow and play a game where I could be maimed. Okay. That might be a tough. I mean, I see your point, but okay. man, oh man, okay. or like the Mandalorian, or uh, okay. uh, you know, apparently the, he's a big nerdy, so he should be up on that stuff already. Right, we'll I would. See. That's true. That's a good point. Um, all right. Well, when they're not watching Entourage at Emily Giagreco, Emily Giagreco. You know, I told you all I'd keep you posted on the Scrabble matches happening. And so it's Big Worm, Cam, Tyson, and TJ playing Scrabble. And, uh, you know, never, not since uh, not since Bill Clinton was questioned about Monica, have I seen TJ duck press reporters' questions about a game of Scrabble. <laughs> Apparently, they're not the the best spellers out there. Well, I mean, it, 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 it. Again, it'd be weird if they were really, really good at this. I mean, it's like I'm not sure being the champion of like Steelers camp uh, Scrabble is going to get you into the starting 53. But <laughs> um, but yeah, but I, I mean, but that's also, but it, it is the kind of thing keeps your mind sharp a bit. It's still you're, and the idea is it's still competitive. I mean, these are people who are professionally competitive, and that's a whole different vibe than I think a lot of folks get. It's one thing if you're just like purposely playing for fun, like hey, we don't know how to spell anything, and it's all like three letter words right but otherwise why wouldn't you just play something like life or you know where it, or monopoly where you know you didn't have to 
use so much, uh, I guess. So well, much- I mean, that's the thing is I don't know how I, I didn't see like a picture to accompany with this. I just assumed it was ever like, whatever, like the phone version of Scrabble is now like it's no, probably. They, no, this was oh, oh, it's old, actually with a board. They had the old, the old, the old, old board. board. Oh, yeah. man, I had no idea about that. That's wild. Then I have no idea. There's it's probably a, people listening that don't have a board game in their home. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Don't, isn't it if you play Clue now, like they call you up to tell you who the who, who was killed and where or something like I think I heard that. Oh, well, geez, I, you know, I still have to interrogate my my suspects manually. Okay, enough camp. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about I at camp? I have no idea. It rained a bunch covered. of days and the people yeah, drove. That is a shame about the Friday Night Lights. That's such a cool thing. That's a real shame that didn't happen at Friday night. You know, uh, yeah, I didn't realize that, you know, people planned their weekend around a free, you know, yeah. a free, a free practice like that. But that, that's, that's, I mean, it, you know, if, if, if that's, I don't know, you know what? I don't have anything to say about it. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the depth chart because, okay. you know, the depth chart pay came out even, even behind the steel curtain did a breaking news yes. podcast on the depth chart that I think coach was like, I just had to do this to give you guys something to talk about. Mm-hmm. I and, think they're legally required by NFL rules to put one out. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, those NFL rules, we don't follow the rules. <laughs> And I don't think Tomlin necessarily followed the rules, but but the, why, the way some of the depth chart was. Uh, anyway, let, like uh, let's go to at Pittsburgh Sport Steeler takeaways. Dotson over Green, which I don't think that was technically true. I think they both are splitting the the yeah. the, the, the first uh, the first mm-hmm. first rep. I don't first uh, team, uh, team. Yeah, uh, Ogunjabi over Warmly. That's true. I saw that. Right. Sutton over one of either Witherspoon and Wallace. So yeah, they so they named Sutton as a starter, and then on the second corner they named both Witherspoon and Wallace. How do you how do you interpret that? Is it two dogs one bone, or are these still three dogs two bones? I I I must say that the document is hard to read just because of that like that space beneath the starter where the other names. Does that mean the guy on the right is fourth, or the guy on the left is fourth? And I. You know, and me being a person that's never actually been on a depth chart, uh, uh, that contributed to I finding it largely unreadable. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it. And I also know that that's as good as like any time kind of game time decision. That might not even be the guys that start. I mean, that could change by kickoff uh, when you, gentle listener, watch this game on Saturday. Certainly, this game Saturday, we're probably not going to see some of those. A lot of those, yeah, and guys. not and not playing together. We're probably not going to see Najee. I right. don't know. I don't know if, if DJ was back. Uh, yeah, yet. I mean, um, it, right, exactly. And it just you know, and 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 even with a definitive uh, piece of documentation like a depth chart, it still sounds like we're you know we're regulating and uh, we can't speculate. A recollate. Can't regulate, you it, know? It, it, it is it is a recollating epidemic. Um, but what about this is kind of interesting. At Thomas C O eight seven O seven one seven four Thomas Cole. Uh not an overreaction, but a surprise. Calvin Austin is too low on the depth chart. He was number four on on his side of the wide receiver. Uh, depth chart there. Yeah, and he's a fourth round pick that's never played a snap. It, it, that seems, you know, that makes sense. I mean, the other guys are, you know, a third round pick and now one of what the top fifteen to twenty highest paid receivers in the league and two second round picks. So yes, that would stand to reason he would be fourth on that chart. But again, as to what you said, I get the feeling if you wanted to see if you want to see a lot of Calvin Austin, I imagine this game is going to provide. Yeah, this might be. They might have to rename this the um, Calvin Austin. 
Memorial Bowl. Yeah, this this could be. Yeah, this right. Exactly. This could be Austin Acroshore Stadium here uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, but you know, it's. Uh, I think it's just uh, you know because a lot of people were like, oh, Austin is you know he's going to be a starter right from the start, and I was maybe the only one who said, hey, temper your expectations on this rookie seeing the field. Um, and I think you know seeing him fourth on the depth chart is a little confirmation of that well fourth on the depth chart is also a testament to how hard he's worked i mean i guarantee you there are a lot of fourth rounders across the league who are not fourth on their respective depth charts for their teams i mean just look last year buddy buddy johnson right right I mean, so. yeah yeah um all right one last thing on the depth chart we'll go back to at steeler nation steeler nation Steelers didn't hand out number 23. Should Omar Khan make the call if Cam Sutton's injury caused him to miss any time? So that number's still out there, you know, uh, no signing yet. Uh, Joe Hayden, I don't know what, I don't know, you know, I don't know if, if he's, we'll, we'll find out on Saturday. I don't know if there's room for him in this room. Well, I, I don't either. I mean, I certainly, I love Joe Hayden, the person and the player. It, uh, But I mean, I have read, what was it, Carbali that said like they have no interest in bringing him back, which is a shame, but, uh, but maybe he's, they would certainly know better about such things than me. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, I guess I guess at this point we have Arthur Molette, who is a you know a good run stopper, mm-hmm. but could may, might be a little bit of a liability in uh, in man to man situations. Oh yeah, so. which is why they have, which is why they brought in Wallace, which yeah. is why they re, they paid for Witherspoon, which is you know. Um. All right. Well, whoop, I see the band taking the field, so time to make a comeback. Let's put it's. Uh, let's put the two minute two minute drill. Uh, it won't last two minutes. <laughs> two minutes on the clock. You know we'll use all our timeouts in this two minute drill. Sure. Uh, let's start with at Colin Dunlap. Colin Dunlap. Complaint was filed a week ago. But just posted. Looks like the company that set up camp with Deontay Johnson. Uh, the, the camp that De- Deontay Johnson skipped is suing him. The quote from the complaint was that uh, DJ did not feel like waiting when his flight was delayed. Uh, this is, you know, he didn't really, he hasn't, no one's really asked him about that and he hasn't talked about it. And I kind of thought that it was probably some misunderstanding, but the fact that they took him to court is this is, you know, is it more than just a misunderstanding? I mean, it might be more than just a misunderstanding as I believe I said at the time, like I wasn't sure and I'm still not to this day cause I haven't paid any attention to this whatsoever is that like, if this was just, you know, this was the idea of like Deontay Johnson's camp. And at the end of it, you get to meet Deontay Johnson. Or if like this is a camp and there's Deontay Johnson and he'll stop by at the end and we're using his name to get you to come out to our fairground. Like, I, I don't know which of those it is, but, um, you know, it does seem like the kind of thing that, you know, you could have paid these people off with a few bucks and they probably wouldn't do this case. Yeah, like, right. And in fact, it's like if this doesn't settle before... Right. I, you know, it's like we we can't have we you know it's like DJ's gonna get deposed and do court thing. No, yeah, no we got we got to settle this. this. this, this seem, yeah, this is, you can't let this be a distraction. There you go. Uh, let's go to at Cower CBS Bill Cower. Great to be back at the Pro Football Hall of Fame for the Ray Nitschke Luncheon. Uh, Steelers contingency well represented with Lynn Swan, Jerome Bettis, Donnie Shell, Franco Harris, Dermody Dawson, Joe Green, Mel Blunt, Alan Fanica, Tony Dungy, and John Stallworth. Uh, okay, great. But what I know, not every, not Please. only is everyone just in great shape. They look like, great. That was I, I think I sent that picture to my aunt and she'd already sent it to me. Like we were up on that. Dermati looked great. Mm-hmm. Yes, mean did. Joe Green is Looked looking tremendous. great. Uh, everyone, you know, in fact, everyone had their shirts tucked in, except there are three people not in the tucked in club. Okay. Bus, 
Franco and Mean Joe mm. un- untucked. What well, I'm I'm an untucker myself. Are you a tucked in? Well, I, I was just about to ask you that. I mean, uh, uh, when I first you know got into fitness and losing weight, I tucked in my shirt for a lot, and then people told me, uh, "Greg, don't do that. It looks terrible." So I stopped. But I'm also not somebody who's often in a, a very nice shirt for you know formal gatherings. This is the kind of thing. I mean, the fact that it's like you know 25 to 30 percent of the group untucked. I wonder if this is almost like a humidity or heat thing. I mean. Because remember, this is Ohio. It could be pretty muggy over there. Okay. You know, All I right. mean, it. I'm, I'm an untucker because I, I hate that. For me, the worst look is like when your shirt is so tight that you can see like your belly button impression. Yeah. You know, it's like that, like the like the opposite of a camel toe or something. It's like so I'm an untucker for life. Uh, there you go. You know, but uh, but. It was a tucked in crowd, although Mean Joe was looking trim. He could have tucked in, but he didn't. He was a, you know, for him. All right. Let's get to just a couple predictions for Saturday. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll see if they uh, I'm not one for predictions, but if these come true, maybe we'll follow these guys throughout the season. Uh, We'll start it at Yin's up. Yin's up. Oh, this isn't actually a prediction. It's a question. Who will be the first person to do the A.B. dance as a touchdown celebration? (laughs) Have you seen this? This is kind of a kick. This is kind of going viral on TikTok. No, I haven't. The the A.B., you know, uh, put that put that ish on. Uh, You know, it's just kind of a little like it's kind of real tight. You don't it's not doesn't take a lot of shoulders or a lot of Uh uh, movements. You kind of just keep your hands close to you. Anyway, it's um, I think it's going to be the hot dance. Well, Well, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't have believed that before. But gentle listener, Kyle just acted out the dance mostly in his chair using his upper body and yeah. i hope someone does this as as a joke i don't know who would be in a position to do that so my first thought obviously then is george pickens got because be. that seems like a guy that could just do such a thing but also i don't understand why he would have any particular beef and or re- reverence for ab but then again who knows we'll see i don't if it yeah the stealer that does the ab dance is uh that's going to be a statement now there's no really connection to the ab years anymore right, right. So, exactly uh, especially with cam ben being gone cam. yeah exactly yeah. cam who yeah was young for all that anyway well the prediction here from at alicia dawn alicia dawn george pickens will score the first preseason touchdown for the steelers would you uh would you take that bet it it could be but as soon as i read that all i thought about was like imagine the guy that made the big money on like gary russell scoring that first touchdown in super bowl 43 there's somebody still living off of that super bowl bet so this could be like i mean i mean that sounds good because because at that point you're believing in a meritocracy that is going to the player that looks the best meanwhile like anthony mcfarland could run off tackle for 12 yards like yeah or a uh i could see a jet sweep with tyler sneed right exactly yeah (laughs) tyler sneed all three foot two of them or whatever yeah so i mean it's it's that's what you believe being a, but again that's the right kind of tweet to have now it's before the first preseason game dream big ish yeah that's I what think, you're looking for i think there's now eight hours left until uh until kickoff yes so it's we've been yeah, getting closer is, and thank closer. you for coming to our all-day <laughs> podcast of 24 hours of what you're talking about we should uh I, we should kind of make moves i guess we were, we're going well. long as always we've been here for a week and a half <laughs> yeah we have been here for a week and a half uh the sad music means it's time to wrap things up. Oh, um, that's what we've been talking about. That is what we've been talking wow, about, Coach. I didn't know, that's great. I didn't know we had this now. If you want to keep talking about us, mm-hmm. you know, we're you or can follow us. me or to us yeah. or with us or at me. Some of you yeah. guys are, are okay. around us. Um, I'm at Kyle Christ on Twitter. Where, where are you, Greg? Uh, Instagram and Twitter at Greg Benevent. Uh, B as a boy, E-N-E, V as in Victor, E-N-T. 
We all bear a little responsibility to make sure that we elevate this floor. Yeah, it's time to elevate this floor. And I'm mm. talking about the Behind the Steel Curtain podcast network. It's up to you now. You know, we're out there like we, we get this internal data that we're like the biggest downloads in, uh, in you know, in football podcasts. That's right. And then if you look at some of these charts, it's like, oh, we're in the 200 rank. It's because we're not getting the reviews and the likes oh. from our fans. Oh, you know, geez. we can only do so much on the field right we need, we need the 12th listener yes. out there <laughs> to write a review it's definitely someone else's responsibility it's not our what what can we do i right. made i made the song with all the mark madden singing <laughs> all right it's up to you to write a review and make this podcast network the best football network in podcast history all seven years of it or you whatever. can't see me but i'm saluting Man, we always gonna show respect to the other men that we work alongside, man. Yeah, that's right. You know, uh, stay tuned. Coming up next is the Steelers preview, where we, we're actually gonna get the preview the Seahawks Steelers hey! game. And I hear one of those guys is gonna be secretly rooting for Geno Smith <laughs> uh, over some of the Steelers. Well, I, don't, I won't go that far. But okay. There is gonna be a Geno Smith uh, listener in in the in the ranks there, a fan in the ranks. Okay. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we will see you next week. Uh, just listen to Coach, okay? Be their best selves. That's going to be required. Stay in school.